Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. What if we could live our lives in balance with nature? Or flow like water according to the natural cycle of the earth? Never forcing, never pushing, never fighting. What I'm describing is the essence of the ancient Chinese philosophy called Taoism. Recently, in our classes here at Bridge Beyond English, we discussed Taoism after watching a TED Talk presentation by Raymond Tang. In this episode, I want to briefly summarize his ideas and then just share some observations and reflections on the topic based on my class discussions with my students. So it will be like a glimpse into my classes and my mind. I hope that this will be interesting for you to also reflect on this topic. You can watch the full TED Talk by clicking the link in the show notes or by just Googling Raymond Tang's TED Talk called Be Humble and Other Lessons from the Philosophy of Water. So here's the main idea from the presentation. Raymond Tang was busy, stressed, and overwhelmed with his intense life. He searched for ways to find peace, rest, and balance, and eventually stumbled upon the main text from Taoism written over 2,000 years ago, which is called the Tao Te Ching. In the book, he discovered the Tao, or the way, the way of living in harmony with nature. He talks about how we can learn from observing water. We can learn humility, harmony, and openness. With humility, imagine how water always stays low as it flows in nature providing a source of life for everything it comes in contact with. It serves others, not itself. And it's transformed by its environment. So that's humility. With harmony, water in a river flows around a rock instead of fighting against it. It finds a peaceful solution without conflict or frustration. Without rushing, water arrives at its destination. Harmony is more important than forced success. And still, it shapes the rocks over time. So that's harmony. And finally, openness. Openness to change changing its form from liquid to solid 
to vapor. Entering different spaces, it can become a cup or a teapot or anything else. It's flexible and adaptable to any situation. So that is openness. So the three main concepts are humility, harmony, and openness, or HHO, or H2O, which means water. Raymond Tang suggests that we can learn from Taoism, from the philosophy of water, and have a more peaceful life if we do so. The question to ask when you feel stress is, what would water do? I like this philosophy and deeply respect its wisdom. Reflecting on perspectives from my students' discussions and my own experience, I think we can both appreciate the beauty of Taoism and also build upon and expand it in order to make it even more true, more valuable, and more holistic for our modern life. First, I want to compare Japanese culture and Western culture. Looking at Japanese culture, we can see the influence of Confucianism, Buddhism, and Shintoism, which all have some similarities with Taoism. Japanese culture highly values harmony with nature and harmony in the group. It also values humility. Although Japan has had varying degrees of openness throughout history, we do see the foundation of harmony and humility as a factor that eventually lays the groundwork for openness. Openness to change may take time, but there is a sense of being open to everything that we can see in Japan. It's like an openness to even contradictory ideas coexisting in a balanced harmony of ambiguity, which is beautiful. Of course, there's also at times a lack of openness when it goes against the harmony of the group or tradition. Now, Western culture, particularly my home country of the United States, on the other hand, struggles in many ways with humility and harmony because we have a very strong individualistic culture. Being a strong and confident person is seen as extremely desirable. And, at the same time, the high level of diversity in the U.S. has taught us to embrace some degree of humility because we are often dealing with and living with people from different races, religions, perspectives, and values systems. So this, in some ways, forces us to live in a tension of debate, and harmony, polarization, and unification. Maybe openness is natural for many Americans 
because we love to pioneer, innovate, and experiment. That being said, our power and confidence can also blind us at times and cause us to close our minds and hearts to people or ideas that are not in our familiar context. Every culture is different. We all need balance. And we all need to learn from one another. Okay, so here's an important question that came up in our class discussion. What exactly are humility, harmony, and openness? Are they passive? Are they lazy? Do they neglect their responsibilities? So to answer this question in class, we discussed more of the idea and connection of water. As Raymond Tang said, water can exist in different forms. Liquid, solid, vapor. But could it be even more complex and nuanced than that? Most of my students thought so. Waterfalls fall fast and crash violently against the surface below, causing foam to bubble up and shape the rock formations more rapidly than slow rivers do. Ocean currents surrender to the forces of nature that cause waves, storms, and tsunamis. The impact can destroy people and nature. Water evaporates into clouds that float in the air until they grow too heavy and fall back down as rain to the earth, both to nourish life as well as flood and destroy. Water has many forms and many effects. From a human perspective, water is sometimes wonderful and other times disastrous. Water has many forms. Nature has many seasons. There's life and there's death. The world is one unit that must be balanced, not just as water alone or a single tree or one person, but as an interconnected ecosystem of give and take. So how can we as humans both surrender as well as take action to survive and thrive? Although it isn't easy, we can try to live with balance. Consider climate change. So deserts grow, icebergs shrink, sea levels rise. Our own climate domination breaks down the natural system that eventually returns to destroy us. We need balance. Consider slavery. Slavery used to be normal, but certain people pushed hard against the system 
of oppression. Not to create domination, no. To create equality, dignity, and harmony for all people. Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. led nonviolent revolutions against colonization and segregation in India and the United States. Through their different religious traditions that shared a common human dignity, they humbly surrendered their lives for the sake of the oppressed. They were peaceful, but incredibly forceful in changing hearts, politics, and the world. They were peaceful, but powerful. Their peace was so powerful that it got them killed. And their deaths were like seeds that were planted and brought new life for future generations. We are connected with humans and nature from the past, in the present, and into the future. One student mentioned how some forms of martial art are meant not for domination, but instead are meant to submit to the opposing force, redirect the violent energy, ground it, make it stop, and minimize or decrease the harm for both parties, for both fighters. That sounds like a good way to coexist. So what can we take away from this assortment of observations from our class discussions? Humility, harmony, and openness. They require discernment and adaptability. If we harness the energy in ourselves and in the world, and view it all as one interconnected unit that shares a common life, then maybe we can minimize death and increase life for the whole world. I really appreciated all the great insights from my wonderful students. I enjoy how we can share diverse perspectives from different fields, different backgrounds, and we can disagree, push back, but ultimately teach each other and learn from each other as we open our minds to different ways of thinking. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to help us spread this podcast to more people, you can write a review or leave a rating. And finally, if you are interested in using English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial class right here in Yokohama, Motomachi, or online. 
If that is something that interests you, you can click the link in the show notes or just visit us at bridgebeyondenglish.com. I'm your host, David Nagai. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.